Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Whoa, what? It is another edition of Dream Chasers Radio. It's another edition of Red Hot Reality Entertainment. Dream Chasers Radio is a division of Red Hot Reality, and I am excited, excited, excited to be back on the radio. It has been a minute. Let me tell you, it has been crazy over here. And you're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Norfolk, Florida, as well as on Bombay B Radio and the Dream Chasers Radio Network, which is almost ready. We're going to have 24 hours of programming up, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And let me tell you, yes, we're going to be needing a lot of different um, different things. So I'll, I'll reach out to you about that. Newsletter is in the making. I mean, what else can I say? It's just a lot of stuff going on. So I'm excited, definitely excited. And I have this one guest for you, and um, I'm just going to let her introduce herself. Welcome to the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hey, you guys, it's your girl Aquila coming straight at you from Deaverville. My mind, my thoughts, and I'm so excited to be here on iHeartRadio with my girl Yo-Yo. What's up, D-Villagers? <laughs> What's up? I'm Yo-Yo. What's up, okay. girl? Okay, I'll see Yo-Yo. I don't care to be Yo-Yo. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's Yo-Yo, right? I <laughs> 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 you know Girl, I told you I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I know. I, I I don't have no problem with it. Hey, yo yo, ya ya, ya homo, whatever you want to call me, that's fine by me. <laughs> so tell us, tell me, tell me what you do. Tell me what what is it that you do exactly? So what I am, I am a self-proclaimed motivational speaker. What happened is I've always had things on my mind. I've always given people advice but I was never able to take my own advice. Or different mm. times it was things that I wanted to tell people and I didn't get a chance to say. Like my mom, she got sick, and it was so much that I wanted to say to my mother, and I never got a chance to say it to her because she passed away. So from that day mm-hmm. forward, I always said if it was anything that I needed to say, I was going to just say it. And if there's anybody out there that wanted to say something and they were too afraid to say it, I'm the voice for everybody. So what I do, I have a, I have a YouTube channel. Um, it's under okay. DeMarco Management, and it's called Divaville. And topics, subjects that people wouldn't normally talk about, I just talk about it. I just let everybody off the hook. So pretty much that's what I do. Mm-mm. Now, I like this one thing. You said self-proclaimed. Tell me about that's that. Right. That's right. Self-proclaimed. It's because the reason why I said I'm self-proclaimed because most some people may look at me and say, you're not a motiva- motivational speaker. You haven't gone to school to study it. You have no degrees or anything like that. I'm self-proclaimed because I don't need all that fancy paperwork and stuff to speak, to say what's on my mind, to help other people. I don't need all that. And the reason I'm self-proclaimed is because when I talk it's straight from the heart, I share my feelings my emotions. I get everybody involved with what, the, what what I do. I don't bring it out to make it look as though it's something fancy or something pretty 
or something that I'm trying to get attention for. It's nothing like that. What I give it to you is just raw, straight into the facts. That's why I'm saying I'm self-proclaimed. I don't need anybody's stamp of approval or validation to say she's a motivational speaker. I self-proclaim that title for myself. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I, I have to say that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that can be motivational speakers. And, you know, a degree is really two-tenths of whatever it is, but it really isn't anything exactly. in, in the world. Um, a lot of times, you know, it can get you the credibility you need and maybe even the dollars you need to claim and to, uh, you know, kind of go out and, and charge more money. But in the real world, you know, I need some real situations. I need people that go through real things. And, and uh, exactly. when, when have you gone you know, what have you? Uh, what, what do you give to the person on the other end that's receiving your your you know your 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 experience? I would say your life experience. What are they receiving on the opposite end? I give them hope. I show them that they're not in this by themselves. They are not the only one that's going through these different things. Um, I've met a lot of people on Facebook because. The way I started out, I used to just make positive quotes and stuff and put them on Facebook. Whatever's on my mind, that's, that just comes out like that. And I have people that reach out to me and say to me that the different things that I've said to them has helped them to make it through, you know, that hard days and stuff like that. I share things in my life like at one point I was involved in um, domestic abuse. And I share that with people because at one point it was hard for me to talk about it. But now I have other people that are coming out and they are speaking about it too. So it looks at a way to free yourself of what's going on. I did a show recently, and it was called um, In Sickness and in Health. And within this show, what I was talking about is when somebody is sick or going through something, how sometimes the dynamics of the relationship changes. Not saying that it should, but sometimes that it does change. Um, I had a cousin that was sick, and everybody was concerned about him, but his wife that was taking care of him. Nobody, you know, never sat down to say to her, um, how are you? Are you okay? Is there anything I could do? Like whenever they would call her, the question to her was, how is he doing? You know, so people Mm -hmm. forget about that other person. Even me, myself, when my mom got sick, um, like I'm in New York, she was in North Carolina, and so were my brothers. So I would call them and ask them, how was she doing? But it never crossed my mind to ask them, how were they doing? So long story short, when I did this show online, a lot of different people, they just started opening up and coming to me saying the different situations like that that they were going through also. I had someone to say that their husband is in dialysis, and she's been going through this right here. Someone said to me, that her husband had a brain aneurysm. So my thing is I give people hope. I let them see that you're not by yourself. You don't have to hold it in. You can actually speak about it and speak up because there's Mm -hmm. someone out there that's listening, and somebody can say a kind word to change how you may be feeling or what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I have to say this, and, and it's so important. A lot of times, you know, people do do need that relationship. They need that that one on one with a person who's gone through what they're going through at the moment. How important do you do you feel it is that you've gone through a lot of different things that people can relate to you? How important is that to the people that you speak to every time you go out and you speak? 
I feel that it's very important for them to know that I'm transparent, that I'm not a fake person. I, I never want people to think that I'm different than what or who they are. I don't want people to, to think that I'm trying to make myself look like I'm more than what I am. I want people to fit, to realize and know that I've gone through some of the same things that you've gone through. I can roll up my sleeves and I can get down and dirty just like the next person. I don't want people to think, you know, whatever you're going through is an isolated situation because it's not. Because my biggest thing was when I was going through stuff, I would never talk about it because I felt that I was the only one that was actually dealing with it. And now that I'm opening up and I'm speaking, other people are opening up and speaking too, and it seems more of a therapy-type situation. You know what I'm saying? When you mm-hmm. go through therapy and you sit there and you talk about it, you think about things that you wouldn't normally think about. Or if you hear someone that's talking to you and they're not judging you, it's just a listening ear and a kind word. I think it makes all of the difference. And everybody who comes to me, I have so much respect for them. I'm so humble. Anybody who comes to me and want to talk to me, I sit down. I don't care what I'm doing. I sit down and talk to that person because I feel everybody deserves to have someone to listen to them. If it's something that someone mm-hmm. wants to say or talk, I feel that everybody should have that right to get off their chest to make them feel better about what's going on with them. Mhm, mhm. Now, when did you start taking your own advice? Because I remember in the beginning you said how you're the kind of person where you told everybody else something, but you didn't take your own advice. With I would say within the last couple of months, because mm-hmm. people had always said to me, "Why don't you do a book?" And I used to always say, "I'm not gonna do a book." I said, "Nobody, nobody wants to listen to what I have to say." But then I said to myself, "If so many people is asking me for advice and it's working for them," Then why don't I take the why don't I take the same uh, information or advice for myself? I mean, even like with my brothers, as I was saying with them before, after mm-hmm. I did the show and I realized about that in sickness and health, and I realized that I never said anything to them as far as how are you doing. I actually called my brothers back to apologize to them for not thinking of their feelings. My mom said that my mom's been dead since 2014. And I just called them just last week to apologize to them for not even asking them how they mm-hmm. were doing or just to see what their situation is. So, right. If it's good for everybody else, it has to be good for me too. <laughs> right, definitely, definitely. Now, when, when a person comes to you, is confidentiality uh, and, and being one-on-one and just that whole privacy thing, is that is that like preeminent? Is that something that happens? Uh, with you? Yes. Yes. I mean, a lot of people have said a lot of things to me. And the first thing that I would tell them before I even put them on the show, what what you said to me, I'm only going to go where you are comfortable. I'm not going to dig mm-hmm. into deep. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to get into your business on the TV where everybody knows exactly what's going on and knowing all of your business, unless that's what you want me to do. I'm very, I'm very, mm-hmm. very, um, I, I I respect people's privacy. I had a young lady not too long ago I did a show with, or with, and with her, she was in this situation where it was a domestic abuse relationship. 
and she and she told me all about the show. But she told me all about her situation and everything. Matter of fact, we were on a, a vacation together, and we were sitting down and we were talking about it. So when I asked her if she wanted to come on the show to tell the story, she said to me, "I'll come on the show." She said, "But remember, I have kids, and I don't want to put mm-hmm. all that out there again to have them to right. relive." So my thing is, I'm very, I'm very, very careful of what I say. If you tell me something in confidence, I'm not going to just put it out there for everybody to know. I'll just scratch the mm-hmm. surface, and I'll let you talk as much as you want to talk, and I'll, I'll follow your lead. But I'm never going to push mm-hmm. you where you're not comfortable. That I, I, I just don't believe in doing that. Because I think that if, if, if I push a person too hard to where they're not comfortable, I think they're going to do more damage then good to that person. Yeah. So I'm going to take yeah. you to where you're comfortable, and then we just take baby steps. That's just the way I do it. Yes, definitely, definitely. That sounds like a good idea. Now, you know, a lot of people believe in the next thing, and a lot of people don't. What, where, what is your stance on the law of attraction? Law of attraction? Um, I believe, honestly and truthfully, I do believe in it. <laughs> I mean, I've read the book, The Secret. I've watched the um, the video, The Secret. And I do believe that what you throw out is what you are attracted to coming back to. That I strongly believe in. I strongly believe mm-hmm. in if, if you're looking at the same type of people all the time, uh, that's all that you're talking about, that same type of person, I strongly believe you're going to bring more of that into your life. So that's why I feel that if you have all these issues, all these problems, you have to let it go. You have to let it go, and you have to start fresh and new because that's the only way that you can attract positive energy into your life. You have to first get rid of all the negative. Mm-hmm. And I was going to ask you what is your suggestion for using it, but um, obviously you've already answered that question. Um, but, you know, I, I truly, yeah, I love it. I truly believe that, you know, it is. You know, a man is as he thinks is, and if you believe you are bad, then you truly are bad. If you believe you're good, then yeah. you're good. I mean, I, I truly believe he is. But, again, you're right. You know, if you're, if you're constantly having the wrong people around you, that is, the, that is what you're attracting. And nothing good is exactly. going to come of it. Yeah. So when exactly. you have people on your show and you give them that advice, how how does it make you feel as a person giving of yourself to other people? How does that make you feel? Honestly, it, it, may, it makes me feel great because I strongly feel that what I throw out to the universe, I know it comes back to me. I know that when I talk to these people and I help them, just to see the smile on their face or just their reaction or just that aha moment for them, it shows me that the universe favors me and that I am blessed because I'm able to sit down to give them something that they thought that they had lost. I'm able to sit down and help people to find themselves. So with all of this being said, Mm -hmm. I feel really great when I sit down and I'm able to do this right here. I mean, even like with, with my show. I have people that are call me with different topics themselves and say to me, "Will you discuss this right here?" Mhm. Mhm. So, mm. I'm blessed. Mm. I think you know the universe. Go ahead. I hear you. No, you you go say say it because you know uh, that's uh, the, that's the one thing I believe. I truly believe that if you, you know, you you know, it was it was it was something said. I mean, it wasn't in a movie, but it was something that was said where, 
it takes a person. I, I don't know if it was in the movie now. I'm, I'm kind of doubting it. I think it may have been. Um, it says it takes a person around 30 days to believe something that, that that's really not true. And, and then when you do get past the point of non-belief, it becomes your reality. What do you, yeah. do you use that? And do you, and do you think that people are just um, maneuvering themselves in the, in, in, in the wrong direction? Well, I look at people and I feel that sometimes people have to search and find themselves. I mean, you can sit down and you can talk to them. I want to, I want to, I want to be politically correct when I say this right here. <laughs> you can sit down and you can talk to a person, but if if their mind is not there yet, they will go in that wrong direction. But I feel that if you continue to talk to that, continue to show them, continue to motivate that person, I think that any anything is possible. So when you mm-hmm. ask me about uh, the laws of attraction, I one hundred, I one hundred and fifty percent. Believe in that because I strongly believe in what you put out is what you get back. Yes, yes. Well, wow. And now what, how, I want to say this because you said, and I kind of remember a lot of different things. And, you know, you said in the beginning that you were in domestic violence. How did you get out? And how did you get out? Because that is a dangerous moment when you decide to leave. Is the most dangerous moment of domestic violence. Usually that's when people die or get really, really uh, injured. Well, everybody would say to me, why don't you just leave? Why don't you just leave? A lot of time in a situation like that, it's not why don't you just leave because you can't just get up and leave. My breaking point mm-hmm. was for me was um, – I had a daughter, and my daughter was like a year old, and my daughter got sick. And during the time that my daughter was sick, other than my family, I was there um, at the hospital with her by myself. And with this right here, I was being verbally abused in the hospital. So it took me having my daughter, the strength, to look at my daughter is what gave me the strength just to walk away. And the thing about it, whenever you get that strength, to walk away from a bullet, you take all the power away from that person. That person has that person can no longer hurt you because that person no longer have have um, any power. So from that day mm-hmm. forward, I made up my mind I would never ever give anybody that much control or that much power over me in my life. So I thank God and the universe for my daughter because my daughter gave me the strength to stand up, stop being a victim and be a woman and walk away from it. And that's what I did. I walked away and I never looked back. I hear that. I hear that. Now, if you could give it a few words, just some really, really um, exponential words, what would you say you gained at that day? Besides your daughter, I'm talking about interior. I'm talking about on the inside. What did you gain that moment that you decided, that's it, I'm out I got myself back. I found Aquila because I had, I had lost her, but I found her. Aquila came back, and that was like the size of my daughter. That was one of the most important gifts that the universe could have given back to me. Once I said, it's enough, it was like the universe was, was just sitting there saying, okay, you get, because we've already said that with the laws of attraction, what you put out is what you get back. So continue to keep right. myself 
and that toxic relationship was no good. The universe just laid back and just waited for me to say, okay, is this what you want to do? And then when I stood up and took that breath and said, you know what, this is what I want to do. I have to take myself and my daughter out of this. And then the universe looked at me and said, your wish is my command. And after that, Mm. I've always been a strong person since then. I don't Mm -hmm. allow anyone to have power over me. I would never become a victim. And my daughter, I've raised my daughter the same way. My daughter is so strong. When I tell you, I'm so amazed and so proud of my daughter. I put my daughter through high school. I put her through college where she got a bachelor's degree. But lately, my daughter decided to go back to college. So now she's getting her master's in psychology. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. that by itself is a blessing. So whatever you focus on, whatever you want, that's what the universe gives back to you. Mm-mm-mm. Now, I, I have to say this. You know, you are a very strong person. You have so much to offer uh, and, and so much to give on your channel. Where can people reach you? Okay, if anybody wanted to reach me, because I'm every place, but if you go to YouTube mm-hmm. and you go under DeMarca Management, which is D-E-M-A-K-A Management, you can find me there. You can go to YouTube. Uh, not YouTube, I'm sorry. You can go to Facebook. You can find me on Aquila Joiner. You can also go to Facebook and you can find me um, Diva Village. That's D-I-V-A hyphen V-I-L-L-A-G-E. And Instagram, you can find me at Aquila61 on Instagram. I'm everywhere. Mm. I'm, I'm very easy to find. Go very them. easy to find. Go. You go, <laughs> Now, I mean, there has always been... <laughs> There has always been that one thing, at least for me, really I I look for in, in a mentor or in or in someone that has gone through so much, some kind of advice. What would that one piece of advice that you would say would be the most critical thing that a person um, needs to hear from you to get out of their situation, whatever that may be, but it obviously isn't a positive situation? Um, I think – the, the the most important thing that my aunt has said to me once before, she said to me, you don't need a person. You want to be with that person. And she said, always remember that because when people think that you need them, they will abuse you. You can't, you can't depend upon someone else to make you happy. So it has to be a situation of want, not need. That, that's, that's one of the biggest things that I could tell anybody want something not needed. Mm. Mm. Wow. <laughs> wow. And that's so true. That is so true. Wow. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you, Aquila, for being on the show today, girlfriend. I want to thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. And maybe we could do this in reverse and you could just come on my show also. That'd be interesting. I'd say, okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do it. Oh, okay. All right. Yes, thank you so very much for having me, for giving me this time. Um, Anytime, anytime. And you guys, if if you're just tuning in, please go ahead and rewind. In about 10 minutes, the show will be available for download. Uh, And and you know what? I mean, to tell you the truth, we all need those people in our lives that give us a positive outlook on life, people who who have gone through and can bring you through. Because remember, the whole key is, we're going through this, and we're coming out on the exactly. other side on the top. Yes. Yes. So, 
thank you so much again. That is uh, Miko Management Inc. And you can get them on YouTube. I already put their uh, their uh, information up on our, our uh, board here on Blog Talk Radio, and you can see it below on iTunes and Google Play, wherever you're listening today. Um, thank you again so much, girlfriend, for being on the show. And we got to hook up a date that I'm going to be on yours, yes. and I'm pretty busy, so we got to get it in. <laughs> okay. All right. So, you know, listen, your time is my time, so whenever you're ready, just let me know. I can do it at any I time. I will. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Thank you all so right. very much. Okay. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Bye bye. You know, we all have something that we need to get over. And those people that have gone through these things, those are the people we need to reach out to. Don't forget to reach out. Don't forget to, to tune in. The YouTube dot com forward slash dream chases radio and uh we're going to go ahead and call it a day don't forget to dare to be different but also don't forget that whatever you attract whether it be good or positive it's because you're attracting it so if you want to attract good things surround yourself with good things think good positive things and everything will be okay i promise you that things will get better all right Okay, and don't forget to what? Dear two pieces for baby. All right, guys, until next time. Thank you.